Welcome back to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. And I am so excited because May is Mental Health Wellness Awareness Month. And it's one of my favorite topics to discuss, not only on a functional medicine level, an intellectual level, but also a personal level because I've struggled in my life with anxiety with depression, especially with postpartum depression. And it's a topic that's near and dear to my heart. And honestly, I would say the majority of my patients who come to me have a mood disorder as one of the top things that they want to work on, like anxiety, depression, insomnia, panic attacks, things like that. And what I love about May being the mental health or Mental Wellness Awareness Month is that we get to really destigmatize mental health and take away the shame, the blame, the fear around it, and really stand together as a community apart from those who do want to blame the shame or who don't understand why you don't feel good, right? We You might have a family member or a friend who's like, oh my God, you're just being dramatic. And Really, mental illness on whatever level or whatever spectrum isn't a choice. You aren't a failure. You aren't a bad person. Um, whatever has happened to you doesn't define you. And I see a lot of people saying, like, well, not everything is trauma. And you know what? Nobody gets to decide that um, except that person because the way our bodies respond might be different for, well, it is different for everybody. Like one person might just be totally neutral and be able to compartmentalize and just deal with the situation. Another person goes into full fight or flight. Another person will just freeze. And you might just be sitting at the dinner table talking about your day and one of your kids just totally shuts down. Or maybe you like totally shut down. You have no idea why you've been triggered. So it's really, really okay you're okay. And what we're going to do this month is I have my mental wellness class. And instead of just doing one big long class, I'm going to be doing mini lives in my Facebook group. So I'll put the sign up link in the description for you. So that way you can join us. If you're not on Facebook, don't worry. I'm going to upload everything to YouTube. So it has its own uh, playlist and everything. So you can catch it there. It'll always be there. Um, and you can also message me, ask questions. Um, and we're going to go into a deep dive into all of these topics. But just overall, one of the other major points that I wanted to make is that while we've destigmatized mental illness, and we're still working towards it, we're not 100% there, but uh, I don't know about you, but all I see is commercials of, hey, just hop on this website and do this online chat with a real doctor probably, and they'll just give you Xanax or medication. And I would just really caution you against working with somebody that you just use an AI chat and click anxiety, and then you get prescriptions in your mailbox. Work with somebody ideally that you can see. Like I have a telemedicine practice and I don't get to physically touch somebody and examine them, but I get to see their face and talk to them and you get to see my face and you know that I'm a real person and 
I'm here to help you. So just be wary of filling out surveys and ordering from random websites, okay? Find someone who understands you. There's enough people in this world that you can find help. The next thing that I am really passionate about, which you heard in my last uh, podcast, is looking for that 10% better. And in our group this month, we're going to talk about all of the tools and the tips and the tricks and Oh, I almost said hacks. I hate the word hacks. We don't need to hack our mental health. We need to work with our bodies and our spirit and our soul and really incorporate all of this. But one doing one thing isn't going to probably drastically change your life, right? So if I tell you, man, exercise is the best thing for your frontal lobe. If you're struggling with ADHD, maybe even OCD or executive function and planning and remembering, Man, you need to be lifting weights. We need to do some jump roping for 10 minutes. We need to start building you up. You're going to be like, okay, Allison, I'll do that. And you'll go lift and you'll be like, man, I don't feel better. I feel maybe I feel good that I worked out, but I'm not cured. Yeah, I know. I know. And that's okay. Or maybe you try a supplement or you try a medication. Look for that 10% better. You know, nothing is a cure, but if we can build on that 10% and keep layering things in, wow, you're going to have a bigger change. Okay. Um, and then I wanted to go through also the biggest things that I see that are missed in the wellness world on mental health, whether you're seeing a chiropractor, a functional medicine physician, MD, DO, whoever, uh, whoever you're seeing. Now, number one, um, on my list is go see a therapist or a psychiatrist. Don't diagnose yourself. Now, you can fill out the adult ADHD forms online, the adult autism forms online. You know, it's so popular on social media and TikTok. And we're really like, oh, I can diagnose myself now. And then I'll, I'll make this label for myself. Like, while those are great tools and they might actually help you understand yourself better, bring them to someone. Don't just assume because you like to sleep in the fetal position. That must mean something's wrong with you. It doesn't. Right? We can't take every little symptom and make it so big and make it such a problem. But on the other hand, I see people who fill out these forms and take it to their docs and they're like, hey, look, I'm struggling with all these things. It's not my diet. It's not my weight. It's not this or that. Like, I need help. And then you can either get a referral or find somebody else. So use all of the tools, but don't just sit there and go, oh, I have ADD and I'll never be able to function again. Like we have, we have support for you. Okay. Now, first thing I said is you heard me say, go see a therapist because therapy is going to be one of the best tools to use when you find a good one, someone you connect with. And I have seen many, many therapists in my life and some I've seen three times, some I've seen for a few months at a time, some have been just the worst of the worst. And, um, I spent of my hour long appointment, I spent 45 minutes coaching this woman on her business. And then at the last 15 minutes, she'd finally be like, well, how are you doing? And I'm like, well, I just paid $200 for the session and we don't have time to get into it. So I guess we're done. So like keep searching around, um, keep asking who other people are seeing, get referrals. Um, don't use your friends or your spouse as your therapist. I know it's really tempting, 
um, to just offload and try and get somebody who loves you to understand and help you process and guide you through these things. But unless they're an actual therapist, they're not equipped to be able to give you good information, good processing tools and help you understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Like we can't trauma dump and we can't just information dump on the people we love. So, you know, just watch that line um, because it is a thin one and we don't want to overwhelm the people we love. And if you're being the one who is everybody's therapist, you also are allowed to step back and go, hey, like we can talk about this, but I like you really need help. I can't help you get through this. And it's okay to say that. It's okay to put up those boundaries too. Okay. Now, the biggest thing that is kind of super controversial is that the neurotransmitter being the root cause of all issues of like anxiety and depression and Parkinson's, like we can name all these mental issues, brain issues, has been proven to be a myth. All of the studies were kind of fudged and medication was pushed through and we're now really understanding that again, we literally know nothing about the body. Every time we turn around, it's like, oh, that was actually wrong. And we know nothing. It's shocking how little we actually know. But that doesn't mean that if you're taking medication that works on your neurotransmitters like serotonin and antidepressants, that doesn't mean they're not working. So stay on them. Don't be afraid to um, continue them if they're working for you. So what that does mean is that we still need to get to those root causes. And I wish I could spend the next 15 hours with you going through all of this information, which is why we're going to do deep dive on all of these topics and more in this month's group. So this is my quick little podcast, but the most common thing I see, and this is not a blanket statement for everybody who has a mental health issue, but where I like to start with my patients is blood sugar balance because we need healthy insulin to transport protein and information across our blood brain barrier to make healthy levels of serotonin to reduce inflammation. So for eating a crap diet or here, my most common patient doesn't eat breakfast. She gets up, she drinks coffee, she skips breakfast, maybe doesn't eat lunch till one o'clock, has an okay dinner, binges at night, can't sleep all night, wakes up, isn't hungry, feels nauseous, and is super anxious. Like can't drive in the car without getting sick, can't go to the, like can't function. So blood sugar, cortisol, insulin are major drivers for our mental health. Now, this doesn't mean, oh my God, you have to eat perfect if you're not going to be depressed. No, but this is the 5 to 10% that's going to help you over this hump. You know, when we talk about people getting hangry, right? Especially with like kids, like, oh my gosh, that four to six witching hour, they're super tired, they're starving, we have to let them eat. Same for you. Like if you're getting hangry or irritable or just like anxious, you need some protein and some fat, maybe even some carbs, Okay. The next topic is brain inflammation and having your brain on fire is such a big deal. Our immune system is highly protected in our brain by our blood brain barrier. However, is just like our 
body immune system, our gut immune system can be inflamed and be off. You can also have that issue in your brain. And when we have inflammation or your brain is on fire or your immune system isn't working, we can have autoimmunity in the brain. We can have all these things affecting our temporal lobes. We can have all these post-concussion issues. And this is the other thing that I see is people who've been struggling with long-term depression and anxiety and they feel like they're treatment resistant, but no one's ever talked to them about their car accident that they had or when they were playing football and they got knocked in the head or soccer or smashed in the face with a volleyball or even domestic violence. These things can cause brain inflammation and trauma to the brain and can create long-term issues. So we still have to look at that and treat those based off of what type of treatment they need, whether it's neural rehab, maybe it's PT, maybe it's brain training. There's lots of things we can do based off of you and what you need. The other most common things that I see are infections. Strep, Epstein-Barr, and Lyme are the most common infections that I see that affect people who have chronic long-term mental issues like anxiety, depression, things like that. So just like pandas, the pediatric autoimmune conditions, like I talk about my son all the time that he had when he was 18 months old, it can cause anger. It can cause depression. It can cause irritability. Medications can also do these things. You know, when I talk about when I got switched to Remicade um, earlier this year, that I was raging for no reason. Um, so my anxiety went tenfold, my irritability went tenfold, I felt like a horrible person 24-7, and it was actually the medication that was making me really sick. So we have to be looking at these things and making sure that we're doing the right thing. The next thing that I really like to incorporate is also electricity, and I will tell you more about electricity and the research in uh, the group and the books that you should look up. And I don't mean electric shock medicine. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about using things that modulate brain waves like the alpha stim, um, things that use frequencies like the Healy and energy medicine. Electricity is so important for our brain because our brain talks to our body by using electricity. We are a human battery and when electricity affects our nerves, our nerves and neurons in our brain cannot fire effectively. So we actually use electricity to send messages down our nerves, which is why you can put an EEG on your head. So uh, things that measure electrical activity in your brain. That's why we use electrical cardiograms and we can measure the electrical output of your heart Right? So we can, our body is so electric that we forget this part of um, support for the brain. I didn't want to say healing because, again, these are like 10% things. And the alpha stem has been really researched for TBIs and all of these issues as well. Now, of course, I can't get away without saying nutritional support, herbal support with caution, be, you know, be aware of autoimmunity. Um, things like saffron, essential oils are also incredibly, incredibly helpful. And again, these are still 10% solutions, right, when used correctly. But here's my warning. Everybody wants to go out and find the next 
best supplement, right? Like saffron, those little packets that are in MLM are like really huge on TikTok where people come to me and be like, oh, but what about turmeric? And oh, yerba mate will cure this. And I'm like, well, hold on, no. <laughs> like it'll be a good small support. And some people might have great responses as well. But I wouldn't say that everybody who uses this is going to have 100% better experience. And we can try a lot of things and we need to try a lot of things, experimenting and adjusting and making sure, of course, that your herbs and your nutritional support does not interact with your medication. Always double check, either talk with your physician or your pharmacist and make sure that you're being very safe there as well. But the reality is that we can't supplement away trauma. You can't take essential oils and while you know, I talk about how balance essential oils saved my life with postpartum anxiety and depression and mood changes. It didn't take away the bad situations that we are in, right? Like it, financials is one of the biggest stressors and causes for divorce and abuse. You can't supplement away being in an abusive relationship. We can't ignore major life changes and choices and situations that affect us, like your work. Like you can't just take a supplement and drink something and go to work and you'll be fine, right? We have to adjust our environment as well. We have to work through our trauma in the ways that work best for us. While you might do well with tapping or EFT, other people might like EMDR, other people like parts therapy. So keep trying different things. Don't try a one-stop shop. Uh, I'm, you know, only, I'm only going to use this, and if this doesn't work, nothing will work. Like Have a multi-integrational approach when dealing with your mental health, and you're going to see a bigger difference. You're going to see a faster difference, and whether you are cured or not, as someone who has ups and downs myself, like we're going to have more better days than bad days, and I think that's really the goal is that we become mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually stronger through everything that we do. And that way we can handle our stressors in a healthier way and also have the support to lean back on. Like you can call your therapist and be like, oh my God, I need a session. You can call me and say, oh my gosh, I'm feeling worse on this protocol. What do I do? And we figure out like, wow, you had a really bad reaction with the line. We need to back off. Like, let's figure this out together. You're not alone in how you're feeling. There's lots and lots and lots and lots of solutions and support that can guide you through this. So please join our group or find me on YouTube. I'll have a link below and um, educate yourself and get some support. Try some new things. And as always, if you're looking for personalized support, you can schedule online with me. Um, and get your 90-day plan so that way you know exactly what you're doing, how to do it, what to do. You have me on your side and get the support you need. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date with all of our weekly podcasts, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. If you would like personalized care and testing, you can schedule an initial consult online and get started with your wellness plan right away or message us on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week.